Hey there. This is Float On. This podcast gives you guidance and insight on seeing more beauty along the river ride that is life. Can't go back, you can only learn and move forward. I'm your host, Dela Jean. Let's do this. So, hello there. I hope you're all doing good today. The sun is out, the sun is shining. I don't know about you, but I'm planning on getting back out into nature today. I went on a nice hike yesterday with some good peeps, some good energy. It was good times. And yeah, I'm going to, I want to get back out there today after I record this episode because you got to get some sunshine in your life. It's always time well spent out in nature, at least in my personal opinion. Uh, It's kind of like hitting the reset button, you know? So today we're going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, and that topic is encouragement and building people up, building other people up, building yourself up, just overall having an encouraging presence in the world. This is really a two-way street. That's the reality of it. And we're going to kind of take a closer look today on what encouragement really should be and what it should look like in your life and how you can start sort of welcoming more encouragement and the building up of yourself and others into your life in several ways. So the question really, first question is, what does encouragement look like to you? You know, if you think about encouragement, do you imagine giving it or do you imagine receiving it? What is the first thought that comes to your mind? Think about that for a second. That could be kind of telling in your relationship with encouragement, and it can also help you determine whether you're an encouraging person or not. Like for me, when I think about encouragement, I first think about encouraging others. But if you're the type that's like, man, I just wish I need encouragement in my life, good, that's a good place to start. But I also want you to decide, do you give enough encouragement to others? Because really, it's sort of a cycle If you're not an encouraging person, that could be part of why your source of encouragement seems limited. So think about that. It really is a two-way street. For me, I've got some really, really good friendships that I'm super thankful for. And I would say I'm a pretty encouraging person. I love to build people up. I love to tell people that they're capable of whatever they want to do in their lives and mean it. You know, I... I really feel that it's important to vocalize what you think of the people in your life and tell them what you think of them. I think it's really important. You'll find that this gesture is returned to you in ways that maybe you never thought you could have in your life. There are times when I feel like my encouragement to others is about the strength to overcome. It's not necessarily always about being happy and being someone's cheerleader. Sometimes encouragement needs to be real talk. I think that the important thing to note about that is that when you're encouraging a friend who's maybe in a tough spot and you're wanting to sort of have a more honest conversation with them, It's about focusing on possible solutions, focusing on what you think is right for them, and pushing that conversation in a way where they understand that you have their best interest at heart. And that should always be at the forefront of any encouragement, even if it's not the most happiest situations. Because, I mean, let's be honest, life happens. We're not always going to have super happy things to share with our friends. And I think that if you really think about it, 
your best friends and your closest friends are the ones that you go to when times get tough, really, right? Everyone else, it's like, oh, hey, here's my Instagram life. Here's what I'm doing. Everything's great. And that's fine and all, but you got to have your ride or die people in your life. If you don't, it might be a good time for you to start considering, am I extending myself enough to the people around me so that I feel a return on that emotional connection? I know it can be tricky at times, but it's an important part of your health to have people in your life that you know are good people, that you can count on, that you can reach out to, that you know they'll reach out to you. The cycle will just continue. You know, it's about doing the right thing. It's about being an unwavering resource of like roadmap options for solutions for people. Just try to be there for people and you'll see that you'll get that return. I've got a few friendships that are super positive. I feel like it's like a constant positivity. We're building each other up. Those conversations I have with them, I don't know, man, they're priceless. Really, I think about some of the conversations I have with some of my really good friends and they know who they are, you know, because I tell them, I tell them honestly, I tell them often how much I appreciate them. It's great to hear that in return. You know, if you have a couple close friends who frequently tell you like, hey, I appreciate you, you know, take that stuff to heart. Those aren't words that are just off the cuff. You know, they're coming from that person in a genuine way and you should be taking that stuff to heart. It's really, I think for some of my friendships too, it's almost like a constant fireworks show. Like we're either helping one another or building one another up or sharing hopes and dreams of the future or helping someone through a hard time or whatever. But no matter what, it's always good. Always conversations that are like food for the soul. My friend Rose, who I may have mentioned before, we're very close. She's she's my girl. Anytime we have a conversation, even if it's just like about life or some situation that didn't go to plan or anything, it's like somehow we're always able to both weigh in on that topic and learn from one another and find like the lessons that we can pull from it. It's just always such good conversation. And those are those people that you got to keep close to you. But you know, then you have your other friendships that feel somewhat more like a one-way street. You know, like I have some people in my life that I feel like I often extend myself and my advice and my caring gestures to, and it's not always returned or maybe it's rarely returned. It's not that you have to erase these people from your life, but it's important to start really thinking through where those people belong in terms of the time that you spend and the effort you spend with trying to just navigate that friendship. And it's okay to have friends that your relationship is going to change. We'll, we'll talk more about that later on in the episode when we talk about your company and, you know, keeping good people around you. So the reality is, you know, if you don't give any encouragement, you're probably not going to get a whole lot in return. There are studies and things done that research showing that building others up actually changes the way that your brain thinks. It will change the messages that you hear in your own head throughout the day because you're sort of having these positive interactions. So let's take a moment to think about how you feel when you receive a compliment from someone. If someone's building you up, how does that feel for you? Here's just an idea. Imagine that you're at work or you're out somewhere and someone just randomly compliments your shoes and they're like your favorite shoes that you just love. And they turn to you and they're like, oh man, those are sweet. And you just sit in that for a moment, that feeling. How would you feel if someone just randomly complimented you? Does it make you feel uneasy? Does it make you feel happy? Sort through those emotions for a second. 
Did you know that when someone gives you a compliment, it actually signals the reward circuit in your brain that heightens focus and motivation? There are areas in our brain that light up when we're complimented, when we receive money, when we receive romantic attention. All of these things happen in the same area of our brain as far as circuits going in our brain. And it activates that reward circuit, which is kind of fascinating if you think about it. If you really zero in on that feeling of having a compliment, it's like a small high. It's kind of sweet and it's for free, which is kind of cool. I will be honest with you guys. I'm not the best receiver of compliments, but it has been something I've been working on over the years. I would say especially recently, like in the last five years, I've gone out on sort of a limb in some ways in my life, extending myself in new directions, like my art business and my commission pieces and now this podcast. And I feel like I knew I had to learn how to accept compliments a little bit more graciously when they were given. I think when I was younger, I was very, I don't want to say like insecure, but I was just self-critical. And I think that it came out. If someone was giving me a compliment, I would try to downplay it or sort of skirt that compliment in some way. And I started thinking about it the more reflective I became in recent years. And I started sort of looking into this whole dynamic of when someone gives you a compliment, yes, they are doing it for you, but It's also one of those things where if you were to give someone a gift and they would just hand it right back to you, be like, oh no, I don't like that. That wouldn't feel so great, right? Well, that's kind of what happens if someone gives you a compliment and then you just react in a sort of dismissive way or you're like, oh, you know, whatever, it's not a big deal. Accept that compliment, be genuine about it and know that that person went out of their way to say something kind to you and it's something that they mean. You know, compliments generally are not, coming from a a hollow place. And I think that if you can start recognizing that people want to give you compliments for whatever reason and really think about it, oh, wow, they saw that in me. Let it mean something to you because it's the same way if you were to give someone a compliment, right? You would want them to accept it and not just dismiss it because then it sort of just takes away from the experience. So I personally have been trying to accept compliments in a more gracious way and be more conscious about it. Reflecting on these feelings of social dynamics is important. And it's one of those things where it's just gonna make you a better person in the long run because your interactions with others are important and they speak volumes to your character, who you are. And really when it comes down to it, you just wanna build each other up. Think about it. If you focus on positivity in your communications, think about the cost of a compliment. The big one I see all too often is like the internet trolls. And I know it's tough sometimes to just scroll on by certain things that you feel are happening. You feel like you're turning a blind eye. But I want you to remember this very important thing. The people who go on the internet and spout off stirring comments are doing that. They're doing it for that reason, to stir up drama. Don't crack. Don't play into it. They'll get bored if no one responds to them. But it's that dynamic that they know there's going to be people who respond and want to prove them wrong. Just let it go. You know, it's easy to get sucked in. I think that in some ways it's a focused effort. So let's pivot for a minute and explore the cost of a compliment, right? Just like we talked about in episode seven, the cost of kindness. How much does it really cost you to give a compliment? Let's consider our resources here. So we've got time, money, possibly emotional expenditure, any of those things suffering at all. If you give a compliment to someone, probably not. So if we're not having to spend anything to give a compliment, it's not hurting anyone, give them as often as you want. 
I think the important thing to remember, though, is to be genuine about it. Don't start tossing out compliments that you know aren't going to be taken genuinely. You just don't want to go around and compliment people for things that you're not being genuine about. It's going to come through. Even if you think you can fake it, they're going to know you're faking it. So you might as well just be real about it. And you don't have to have constant compliments coming out all in all directions. Just if be aware that if you feel something and if you hear something positive in your head, share it. That's all it is. If I see a coworker and I, I'll just use the shoe example, for example, because that's why I thought of it. Like I'm a shoe person. I love shoes and I have way too many. I don't even want to share how many shoes I have. Too many. And really a lot of them I just don't even wear anymore, but they're like a symbol of a certain time in my life. Like I have a collection of Chuck Taylors. It's ridiculous, you guys. And I cannot get rid of any of them, even some, though some are just beat to absolute nothing. I just can't get rid of them for some reason. So I feel like I notice people's shoes and, you know, I'll be at work like, oh my gosh, hey, those are really cute boots. What did that cost me? And that person's walking away like, oh my gosh, thank you. Yes, like I found these on sale or whatever. There's always a little story that comes along with shoes. It's just fun. It just cheers up the mood and it brings, it could totally pivot someone's day. Seriously, by just sharing a compliment with them. So they don't cost a whole lot. I think that it's going to be one of those things where you're going to want to start exploring ways to be more positive and be more encouraging in your life. So I've got a few points I want to share with you guys, some things that I think can help you become more encouraging. Believe it or not, if you can find ways to respect the people around you, that's actually one of the most natural ways to become more encouraging. So let me just be clear with you on this. What I'm telling you to do is identify the things that you respect about any person around you. Why do you respect that person? For what reason? That is going to be the basis of how you can encourage that person. Those are the things that you want to build on. Think before you speak. Pretty simple. When you're in the midst of a conversation, actually listen, and then you can return words. Choose what you say. Choose it with thought. Decide what you want the conversation to be about. You can progress it in any direction that you want. How do you want it to end? Do you want it to end on a happy note, on a light note? Think about it. Think about it before you interact with people. Try not to be so impulsive with your words. I think it's a good exercise. You'd be surprised how quickly your mind will catch up with your words when you're really in thought and you're being a part of a conversation. I know this is tough for some people. Communication for me comes easy. And I know for other people, it's more work. It's just one of those things where if you work on it a little bit each day, you're going to get better at it. Try to be understanding of other people, you know, know that everyone else has a life outside of your interaction with them. You're not going to just come along, have a talk with someone and then let them walk away, assuming that they don't have anything going on in their lives or they don't have any stresses or they don't have any worries or whatever. I think that being understanding of people is important too. You know, I do this with my students. I teach high school and I swear every semester I do like an end of the course survey. I tell them feedback is so valuable for me as a teacher because I'm always trying to improve. It doesn't matter that I'm in my ninth year of teaching. I want to be better all the time. I'm only getting older. So I'm only growing further away from these kids as far as age and remembering what it's like. I try to stay in touch with what it's like to be a high school student. I also am in my 30s and it's been a while. I just want to always try to be better for my kids. And 
it's just, it's so surprising every time at the end of the semester, I get back these things where they're allowed to leave optional comments. I don't even like request that they write me anything. And I always get this outpouring of love and I'm not trying to brag, but I think that I have consciously put work into being a present person when I'm interacting with other people it speaks volumes. It's not something that you can fake. You can't pretend to do it. But when you do, it's going to come across authentically every time. So stay encouraging. I think that when it comes to friends, FOMO, the fear of missing out can kick in in some situations. You know, if you've got friends and you're like, oh, dang, that you know, I didn't get invited or whatever. But think about it by peering inward. If you have that feeling of like FOMO, well, what is it that you're missing out on? And the question is, what are you doing to alleviate that feeling? Instead of outwardly being negative towards a person, it's important to not pawn your feelings off on other people because everyone's walking their own path in life. So you have to stay encouraging. When it comes down to it, guys, I'm telling you, if you deal with your own feelings and you just focus on being encouraging, more people will want to be around you, period. It's a simple equation. If you're a positive person, if you're upbeat, if you can bring good energy to the table, then more people are going to be around you. And I'm telling you, and I know this word I use a lot, positivity, but even if you're having a hard time in life and maybe you feel like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Just learn how to fake it. No, you can still talk about your real life. If you have things that you feel are not so happy and uppity, then the other option is being open. Open yourself up to communicating with other people in a genuine way. Don't feel like you need to hide things. I'm a pretty open book with people. And I think everybody knows that about me. I'm someone you can come to. You're going to get the same me all the time. I do not waver for anything. And everybody knows that about me. Being humble is another way you can start being more encouraging. I think that the word humble is one of those words that we all say, but we never really like look it up in the dictionary. Like you're like, oh, stay humble. But really, what does that mean? So I looked it up and it says that humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own appearance. Really, all that means is you're not above people. You're not above anybody in this world. It doesn't matter what your financial resources are or your academic intelligence or anything. You can still learn something from literally everyone around you. Every single person that you walk by, you could learn something from them. I'm not saying you need to stop what you're doing and go have a conversation and pick their brains, but it's the perception that reality check that like, oh, hey, I'm just a person in this world with everyone else. I'm not smarter than people. I'm not better than people. Stay in touch with that feeling and you're going to find it easier to be more genuine with people. If you open your eyes up to the fact that learning isn't just about academics, but it's also insight and empathy and connection and interaction, it's going to be more fulfilling for you. Do you ever just chat with a random stranger? It's got a strange level of invigoration to it, doesn't it? Like that feeling that you feel when you're like talking to a stranger and you're like, this is kind of fun. Like it's just a random talk. And I know there's like, you know, exchanges that maybe aren't so pleasant. We've all been there. Some people can be real jerks. But if you're chatting with a stranger who's on your level of like, hey, I want to chat with you too for a minute. That feeling is real. And I think that feeling is called potential. I'm not saying that you need to light a flame for every possible person and say like, oh, we can be best friends someday. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I want you to start being more open. Really, most people are not looking to pick a fight and their interaction with you is 
generally going to be positive if you're positive. And I would just think about the little things that you say. Like one thing that always gets me is I'm a teacher, okay? So I'm walking in the halls and I'm always like, hey, how how you doing? To any coworker that walks by. And some people are like, oh, I'm good. How, how are you? Some people don't respond at all. Some people are like, it's going. <laughs> really? I mean, okay, I guess if you're being honest, but are you being honest with yourself? Have you thought about the positives in your day? I mean, you're alive, you're breathing, you've got shelter, you woke up in a warm and dry bed, you've got your family, your friends. I think that so many of us are wealthy in that way. We don't spend time appreciating our wealth. And when I mean wealth, I mean our intellectual our health, our friendships, our family, the love that we have in our life, our pets, all this stuff adds up to stuff that some people just don't have. And if you can remain in a space where you've got that perspective, I think you're going to be a lot happier and you'll be more encouraging naturally to other people. Another way to be more encouraging, this is a big one for me, is to share your knowledge with others. I know this seems sort of indirect, but I'm telling you, if you can use that gesture of sharing your knowledge with other people, you're going to know that you're building them up and they're coming to you for advice. So that's a plus for you too. I just think that if you're open about your things that you know in your life that you're passionate about, you'd be surprised how people will come to you. You're giving them that advice. They're coming to you for it and you're giving them that. It's a really good experience to be in You don't have to sit there and be like, you know, oh, you can, you can do anything you want to do in life. You just put your mind to it. I mean, yes, I do agree with that. But to be genuine about it is really just like, hey, I have this thing that I do, you want to know about it, I'm going to share it with you. Be honest about the fact that really when it comes to knowledge, you don't need to be territorial about it. It's not healthy. And the internet has everything that you could ever want to know about anything. All you have to do is know how to find it. So the knowledge that you have is more experience, personal experience, and it's not yours and yours alone. Share it. Share it with other people. I promise you, teaching others is one of the most fulfilling experiences that you can have in life. And to see someone become better at something because of the time that you put into it is great. And that's why I teach and it's why I do this podcast because I want to share my viewpoints and, and how I feel the world can be. I think more people can learn from some of the topics that I bring up. And I'll be honest with you guys, like some of the things that I talk about, I do try to share stories with you, but there are also things that I'm working on too. I think they're important to continuously learn. And that's really the main message of this podcast is I want you guys to be lifelong learners. Just because you've like, oh, I looked into this, I tried it. Is that the end of it? It shouldn't be especially if it's something positive or it's something good for you in terms of growth. It should never be the end. You should always be trying to continuously learn because you as a person are going to change over time too. Do you ever hear the saying that you are the sum of your closest company or you're the sum of the five people that you keep closest to you? It's true. Think about that for a second. Think about the people that you spend your time with. Do you feel that your company, your conversations, your memories, your potential... Do you feel that these all amount to something positive? Choose people carefully who you keep really, really close to you. Sometimes it can help to decipher what you feel about your company by imagining that you are sharing something with them, like a dream or plans and goals that you have, or you're just talking about growth in general, like personal growth. How would they receive it? So just single out any person in your life and just start thinking about that person. How would they receive 
this news that you're like, I want to do this. I want to, I want to become this. I want to do better. What are they going to say? I think you know the people closest to you well enough that you would know what they would say. What do you imagine that you're going to get out of that experience? Is it going to be positive? Like I mentioned earlier, I have some friendships in my life that I absolutely treasure because I know we're always going to build each other up. And it's kind of like, like I said, it's like food for the soul. Another way to kind of figure out who your company is is, and whether they're good for you is to look at how they embrace change. It's important to remember that change happens naturally. Time happens inevitably and that change is going to come along with that. You're not going to have anyone who stays exactly the same. And in some ways, if they do, uh, aren't they kind of getting left behind at some point? Everyone should be changing and progressing in some ways, right? Think about that. I know some people do change for the worse, but many people are trying to change for the better. Are the people in your life that you keep closest to you, are they supporting your growth? I'm not saying every friendship that you have must be supportive all the time. I want you to have sort of an open mind about this. It's more about deciding who you should really be trying to spend your time with. Expose yourself to positivity and you will feel better about your life in your normal day to day. Another thing you could consider when thinking about your close company is who you call when something crazy happens in your life or you're stressed out, you're having a bad day. Who do you call? Who do you go to? What about celebrations? If something really good happens in your life, let's say you got that promotion that you've been wanting or something, who are you calling? Who do you want to celebrate with? In the tough times, whose shoulder do you want to lean on? I also consider where they are in their lives. That's also important. The people around you should have things going on in their life that you feel good about. Some people are going to go through tough stuff. The reality is some of us are leaders and some of us are not leaders. We want to make sure that we're exposing ourselves to the kind of people who have things going on in their lives that you feel positive about, that you can get behind, that you can believe in. That's going to be inspirational stuff. I listened to a podcast. It's probably my favorite one. His name is Andy J. Pizza. His podcast is called the Creative Pop Talk Podcast. He's out of uh, Columbus, Ohio. And he's literally one of my favorite people on the planet. And he's got some great episodes. But one that he talked about, I just listened to it yesterday. Part of it, he was talking about your virtual company. Like, who do you keep around you? Who do you keep surrounding you? Because the reality is, like, you're not going to always just have friends that are millionaires that can inspire you, right? That's not really how life works. But if you're not a podcast listener, you're listening to this podcast, maybe it's the only one you listen to, I'm telling you, check out some really inspiring people that you think are doing things that you might want to do in your life. It's going to be inspiration for you. So back to Andy, he was talking about your virtual company. You know, who do you listen to when you're like in the car, for example? Or for me, podcasts are great when I'm cooking, I turn them on. Or if I'm working out, going on a run or something. But it's just important to be in touch with people who inspire you. If you're not looking into people who are above you and then openly sharing knowledge and inspiration, you're wasting your time. Spend some time in your day figuring out who inspires you. Have role models. Have people that you look up to for that reason. Choose to spend time with people who are doing things that you might want to do in your life in some shape or form. Now, when I say spend time, it could be in real life. You could be spending time watching their videos. You could be spending time 
listening to their podcast, whatever it is, at the end of the day, you're exposing yourself to a level of positivity and a level of content that is going to literally change the way you view the world. And it's going to naturally enable your growth. My float on challenge for you guys, and I'm going to start calling them that because I think before I was calling them like call to actions, but I just think, you know, it's fun. We're floating on. Why not? This podcast is about growing as an individual. It's about always keeping that flame lit of being a lifelong learner. So I'm going to give you a float on challenge this week. I want you to think about your close circle of friends, but I also want you to think about your acquaintances. I want you to consider each of these individuals regarding some of the information we just discovered on regarding your close company. Is there anyone in your close inner circle that maybe doesn't belong there? I know this is a tough topic. Perhaps they're just not good for your growth right now. What about like the flip side? Do you have anyone that you think may be more beneficial for you to spend time with? Maybe you think you have like a person in your life that you know, and you're like, man, I I need more of their energy in my life. Like when I see that person, it's always good stuff. Well, what's stopping you from reaching out? Who's stopping you? I know that life is circumstantial, but I'm just trying to get you to kind of envision that there is this sort of fluidity to who you can surround yourself with. I want to be clear about that. I'm not saying you need to delete people from your life, but I also want to make sure that I say this. Friendships can be fluid. You can pick and choose who you spend your time with. The idea of being territorial over anyone in your life is not healthy. That is not a relationship. It's not a friendship. It's not anything. Nobody belongs to you and you only belong to yourself. So I want you to just really focus on the fact that you can sort of have people in your life. There can be ebbs and flows to those relationships. And if someone's not good for your growth, it's okay to intend on spending more time with other people that you feel benefit you. You don't have to do anything to that friendship. It doesn't need to be ended. You guys very well might pick up in another spot somewhere in your journey. So just be open to it. Be more open to having good energy in your life, knowing that it's okay if you have people who just aren't doing it for you right now. You don't have to talk every single day if it's constant negativity and constant bringing you down. It's okay to sort of have some space in there. Remember, embrace the people that you care about. Build them up. Make sure that you enable yourself to be built up also. It's so important to your wellness. So overall, I just want you to remember that encouragement is a two-way street. I want you to exercise your ability to give encouragement to others, but also keep your ability to receive it as well. Create a space for encouragement in your life in either direction and be open to others who have good energy and embrace your growth. This cycle of positivity, encouragement, and welcoming more energy into your life will begin to really change the way that you think and see the world. Just give it a try. You know I always say it's okay to start somewhere small. It's okay to take one little piece from this, just one piece and start there. You can come back and re-listen anytime. You can use this episode as a reference, just like all of my episodes. Life is a process. Learning doesn't come instantly, and it's a journey that we are all on. Life is always flowing forward. So before I let you go, I just want to relay a heartfelt thank you to you through the sound waves from my soul to yours. I really appreciate your time, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast, guys. It's so important when it comes to more exposure and getting this podcast out to more people. If you can review and subscribe, it changes up the game. Head over to floatonpodcast.com and add us on social media to see updates. I'm your host and producer, Dalia Jean. Until next time, float on.